Future Europe. Framtidens Europa. Europa Futura. Europa Europa. L'Europe du futur. Future Europe. Matt, you seem like a cultured guy. Mm. You read, you write, you care about the world, speak several languages. You're famous for baking great chocolate brownies. Yeah, the brownies are your thing, I believe. Are you trying to turn this into a baking podcast? You caught me. I am. Is it working? I can also talk about cookies. Yeah, well, perhaps another time, although it's very tempting. Right now, let's talk about European culture. I can do that, too. So on this episode of Future Europe, how will we entertain ourselves? The idea of Future Europe is to give you a look into your future by showing you how companies and social groups and schools are preparing for a more sustainable world. All the projects we're looking at have been made possible by loans or grants from the EU, in particular from the European Investment Bank, the EU Bank. So one of the things that we'll be considering in every episode really is the link between a prosperous, sustainable future and the European Union. That's what underlies this podcast. That's right. Before we get into this episode, we have a quick request. Don't forget to subscribe to Future Europe. We've got episodes on all kinds of stuff that will tell you what your life will be like in the future. And let us know what you think the future will be like. I'm on Twitter at EIBMatt, E-I-B-M-A-T-T. And following my very simple Twitter handle lead for a change is Chris at EIB Chris, E-I-B-C-H-R-I-S. Matt, did you know that the European Investment Bank focuses its financing on five areas, small businesses, the environment, innovation, infrastructure, and chocolate cake? Mm, the chocolate cake one isn't true, right? Okay, you caught me again. What I should say is that besides the bank's four priority areas, we also are interested in social cohesion and community engagement which includes a respect for art and cultural heritage. Supporting culture helps cities evolve, attracts tourism, retains the local populations, and lifts the economy. Um, now you're going to give us a few examples, right? I was afraid you wouldn't ask. We visited the Bratislava Conservatory in Slovakia to see how a big bank loan is transforming the culture of the city and helping the economy. The investments are turning old, dilapidated educational institutions into modern masterpieces, so to speak. A dance teacher at the Bratislava Music Hall, who we'll hear from shortly, says the differences after the citywide renovations are like night and day. Nicola, can you tell us more about the dance teacher? The name is Katarina Heistero. Ah, so you have to be a, a Slav to say it that way. Nicola is our technical guy on the podcast. Uh, so he's the one who makes it actually sound great. And we do sound great, don't we? And also he pronounces everything Slavic for us. So we'll use him a lot for this podcast. Mm. We're also going to hear from the bank's loan officer for the region, and she will explain that the bank is happy to help Slovakia modernize music and culture. So right now we are in the concert hall. <laughs> it was very ugly. With no energy, you know, it was, uh, it was just a basement. Now it's a beautiful concert hall and students, they really enjoy to play here and to present themselves. Hi, I'm Celia. I'm 
Celia Álvarez. I'm the loan officer responsible for lending to the public sector in Slovakia at the European Investment Bank. The EIB has financed um, education as part of a large pool of projects. In Central Europe, in, in Slovakia, there is a tradition of cultural music that is very, very rooted. So it's, it's really a nice contribution to the tradition of the country, financing the investments that can, can help develop these artistic activities in the right environment. The space is amazing right now because you have a lot of uh, possibilities to rehearse. So I think I'm lucky. I feel here really good because this is my second home. When you come in this new area, you just see this beautiful around you and I think it's quite good. This school is very exciting. I love it. The music hall renovations are part of a 25 million euro loan the European Investment Bank signed to renovate academic institutions and other public buildings across Bratislava. I managed to say Bratislava there, I'm not Slavic, but I managed to say it at least that much. This money is making the southwestern corner of the country more livable and productive and helping the region retain people and attract investment. I'm also told the bakers are thrilled. I don't think this loan is supporting baking. Okay, we can cut that part later. Let's move on. In Poland, we helped turn a smoky, dirty coal district at Katowice into a cultural quarter with a new concert hall, conference center, sports arena, and museum. The city now is a UNESCO city of music, and last year it hosted the 24th Global Climate Meeting in its conference hall. The director of urban promotions for the city, who we'll hear from in a minute, explains how the area was once a gritty industrial center that was supported by coal mines and steelworks. And then the head of public relations at the concert hall will tell us how the new concert hall impresses visitors. We had to fight with uh, some kind of a bad image of the city, city of coal and steel. And now we decided to create some things that shows that we became a city of modern services, city of culture and city of very friendly spaces. Usually when we enter the concert hall with the groups which are uh, having some kind of a guided tour here, there is uh, what we call wow effect. <laughs> because usually when people are entering, it's wow, something like that. The European Investment Bank, the EU bank, lent Katowice 65 million euros to undertake this transformative arts and culture project that includes new roads, utilities, pedestrian zones, to connect all the new venues in the city's culture zone. That's right. And all of the coal in the city was sold to the city of Newcastle in England. Is that true? No, I'm just making sure you're listening. I'm told you can't send coal to Newcastle. No, you can't take sand to the beach either. At least you didn't bring up baking again. No, I didn't. We also took a trip to the capital of Malta, Valletta, to see how the bank's support for an 80 million euro project is regenerating the city center with modern architecture. The city was extensively damaged during World War II and was ready for a regeneration. Besides building a dramatic new parliament and a city gate, 
The city remodeled its opera house while also protecting its historical authenticity. So it's really a beautiful place. You really should visit if you haven't been to Valletta. Remnants of the old structure have been blended into a state-of-the-art open-air theater called the Piazza Teatro Real. And we visited Christopher Muscat, the theater's director. Christopher told us that the new structure has been great for the arts in Malta. A fully equipped theatre, as Piazza Teatro Realis, has provided a strong alternative for many art forms. Open-air performances create a, part of a particular feel and ambient. I've received so much good response from artists and from people watching the shows. The backdrop, having 500-year-old buildings surrounding the, the, the stage, is unique, absolutely unique. City planners say the facelift for Valletta represents a shift from post-colonial design to a more optimistic present and a prosperous future. In fact, the brighter present and future also apply for the projects in Poland and Slovakia. It's unfortunate that none of these projects helped the hard-working bakers of Europe, but the bank can't do everything for everyone. Uh, we haven't been talking about baking, although you've been trying, but the bank does help bakers. It helps actually a lot of food makers, and I would encourage our listeners to go to our How Will We Eat in the Future episode if they want to have an answer to that. Now, if I can get technical for a minute, as well as bakers, uh, Polish and Slovakian cultural institutions, the bank does a lot of other work, which uh, by 2021 will have created 1.2 million jobs just from the loans the EU bank signed in 2017. And in fact, even in 2036, there will still be benefits from those loans the bank made in, in 2017, creating 650,000 more jobs even then. To learn more ways the bank is helping people, listen to other Future Europe episodes on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Do us a big favor, too, and rate the podcast on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Although I should say we discussed this. No one ever really rates podcasts. But our challenge to our listeners now is to be different. Do something that uh, will help the future. Rate our podcast. And I know we said this earlier, but be in touch with us on Twitter. I'm at EIB Chris, and Matt is at EIB Matt. That was clever how you worked in baking one last time for Malta. Now uh, let's wrap this up before you start offering your brownie recipes. Hey, that's a great idea. You simply take three eggs, a big scoop of butter, oh, some God. melted... Cut, cut, cut. Transmitem de la Banca Europeana de Investiciones. De la Banca Europeana de Investiciones. De la Banca Europea de Investiciones. Desde el Banco Europeo de Inversiones. From the European Investment Bank.